Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Well, hello, bestie. Look at me, two weeks in a row, Diana Jevia, host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. If this is your first episode, you are in for fun. And if this is not your first episode, guess what? You're in for fun, too. See how that works? Um, hey, while we're starting off the show, housekeeping, make sure you give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A, as well as Believe. They're over um, on Instagram at Believe Network and Believe Lifestyle. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. Little note about Instagram, they are being finicky and not wonderful. They got this new algorithm and all you need to know is that my stuff is not being pumped out as much as it was. And you could be like, well, maybe your stuff isn't that good. And I would, you know, I'd be like, yeah, I thought that too. But it's the same stuff I've consistently been putting out. And I just hear that a lot of content creators are suffering. And I don't mean this only for me. I mean this for every single small content creator that you love. The best thing you could do is like save and share their posts. We're not charging anything. You know, we do this on our own free time. So if you love what we're doing, show us some love by giving it a like, share, comment, save. Thank you so much in advance. We have a lot to talk about today. Um, So as you may or may not have heard, Jen Shaw has pled guilty to her fraud charges. Um, In the beginning of this episode, I wanted to do like a law and order style, like in the reality TV world, like, you know how and they have special victims unit, I think it is, or criminal intent or whatever. They're like, in in blah, 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 there are some crimes that are so heinous. Yeah, I wanted to do that because growing up, Like, literally, my dad watched so much Law & Order. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode start to finish of the show. However, I have probably seen, like, as much combined, like, a minute here, 10 minutes here, 20 minutes here. I've probably seen, like, over 100 hours of just, like, combined episodes. So I'm going to take all my knowledge about Law & Order and apply it into this episode. However, I was what I was saying was I wanted to do like a, a spoof of their theme song in the beginning. And then I realized the Bravo docket ladies do that. And I didn't want anyone to accuse me of ripping off them because I am huge fans of theirs, even though they won't reply to coming on this show. Sorry. Still love you, Ceci and Angela. Hey, if you follow them, you should totally tag my page and be like, come on their pot, come on her podcast. She's really cool. She loves you. She loves true crime. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to rip off their stuff or anyone to think that. So, um, I, I just told you my idea instead of actually doing it myself. But yeah, we have a lot to talk about. So Jen Shaw, um, this was Monday? It's Wednesday now? I don't remember. I feel like it was Monday. She changed her plea from not guilty. Remember, she was like preaching innocence ever since the day she got, um, I guess you could say, arrested or arraigned for... Um, fraud I don't even know if we have to say allegedly anymore because she pled guilty so it's like no I guess it's no longer allegedly but she had been maintaining innocence from the get-go even with her tagline the only thing I'm guilty of is being Shaw amazing that aged really poorly really really it's like it aged beautifully and poorly at the same time because of the irony but anyway she pled guilty which means there's no trial right So the trial was supposed to start, I feel like on the 15th, I might be pulling that out of my butt, but it was like a very last minute 
plea change. So there's no trial. Um, we do know that Stu Chains was supposed to testify against her. And now that there is no trial, I think there's just no need for him to testify because like the whole purpose of the trial is like, so they hear your argument and the jury hears both sides and there's evidence presented on both sides. So obviously Stu was going to be part of that as evidence and his testimonial. So that's not happening anymore as far as I know. I mean, what do I know? I'm not a lawyer. They might be like, yeah, let's just have him testify for funsies. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, I feel like that's never happened in the history of ever. But just to cover my ass in case it does, anything's possible in the world. <laughs> my friend Nicole said to me one time, anything is possible. Improbable, yes, but possible. I love that. I want to cross-stitch that on a sampler. Anyway, it's just me going off on one of my rants. So they are still filming the he the heel housewives of Salt Lake City is what I was gonna say. They are still filming the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, right? So obviously we can't get any court footage. That's not allowed. I wonder if there's gonna be any footage of her, like the thought process behind changing her plea or her before or after her court appearance. After obviously, I don't know if there's gonna be anything that morning. My prediction is it might be like a Teresa Judice. Remember when they were convicted back in season five? I don't remember what season it was of The Real Housewives in New Jersey. And at the end of the episode, it just cuts to the news footage like Teresa and Joe Judice uh, convicted of fraud in federal court and then all the housewives are like no I texted her blah 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 and she she said kisses and like things like that you know I think that might be what we get as far as Salt Lake City goes I don't know where in the season they are at filming wise I hear this is very much part of Jen's storyline so for them not to milk it for all it's worth for what they legally can film would be a very poor decision on Bravo's part. So I feel like we're going to get a decent amount of it. We do know why Jen did change her plea. Um, her lawyer made a statement saying that she's a good person who just crossed a line and she wants to put this all behind her and serve out her debt to society. Pay her debt to society, I think is the word. Yeah. So that's her reasoning behind changing her plea. I mean, on the outside, it's a very publicist friendly answer right I wonder if like deep down she knew that the federal courts just had too much dirt on her because for in order for you to get a case brought to federal court there has to be a substantial amount of evidence packed against you piled against you so that's clearly what happened in order to get to this split space in the beginning of it all um, but she had been, as I had mentioned before, she had been like, no, I'm innocent. Even Coach Shaw, which I don't know if he's made a statement yet. I haven't seen anything. He was like, we're going to prove she's innocent. She went on this whole tirade at the reunion, like I'm fighting for everyone who's ever been innocent and wrongly accused. And we're watching that like, oh, I don't know if I ever was like, maybe she's fully innocent and didn't do any of, of this at all. I don't think that thought ever crossed my mind, but I feel like it did cross my mind like maybe there was some ignorance of what she was doing and she wasn't fully let in on. Now at the plea change, I don't know if it's called a, a plea hearing. I don't remember what it was called. But at that hearing where she changed her plea, she had to admit like the judge was like, you are aware what you did was wrong and illegal. And she's like, yes, your honor. And then he said, 
I think he asked her what she did and she fully admitted that she charged people who were over the age of 55. She was aware of it for services that had little or no value. They were marketing services. She was aware of what she was doing. She was aware it was wrong and she was aware it was illegal. So for her to now come out and say that, it's just a very different tune than she was singing previously. So her sentencing is going to be for November. I was looking through Twitter and I think they wanted to push it originally to Thanksgiving and then her lawyers were like, no, it's it's Thanksgiving. So then they wanted to do the I mean, not on Thanksgiving Day. Nobody works Thanksgiving Day, but unless you work in radio. But anyway, um, or like a, a first responder. But the courts aren't working on Thanksgiving Day. They wanted to do it the week before let's say and they were like no it's Thanksgiving and then they wanted to do it a a week before that and they were like no we have another trial so they settled on November 28th which I'm pulling up my calendar now to see where in relation to everything is so it's I think it's the Monday after Thanksgiving so like she gets Thanksgiving she gets Black Friday in the weekend and then she gets sentenced and then who knows I don't know if she'll have to report at the sentencing. Um, Sometimes they do. I don't know if that varies by judge. Like you'll see sometimes at sentencing hearings, they'll take someone in cuffs then. And then sometimes they're like, you have to turn yourself in by this date, which is what happened to Teresa Judice. She could get up to 14 years. That was the guideline. As I'm understanding, I'm not a lawyer. That was the guideline that the judge was given with the plea deal. However, he can go over or under. And part of her plea bargain is that if she gets 14 years or less, she cannot appeal her sentence. So that means if she gets 14 years or under, she cannot go to the courts and be like, I want an appeal. I want this redone. Like, I want to see about getting another sentence. Like, those were the terms of her plea. Which, anything's better. I feel like she was facing up to 50 years, and I think she's 49. So 14 years versus 50 years, like 14 years getting out in your late 60s, let's say, versus 50 years, which would most likely be spending the rest of your life in prison. Like, she did the better of the two options. So we're just going to have to see how all this is going to play out. I'm sorry, I need to kind of go off on a tangent here for a second. So I Googled our good friend Ronald Richards, a.k.a. Ronnie Rich, as I like to call him and maybe nobody else, Um, just to see because sometimes, I mean, even though he does like to get involved with the the drama of the housewives, um, he does have good insight and he is a legal expert. So I like reading his info, even though he's he's the Lisa Renna of lawyers. Um. According to Reality Blurb, Ronald Richards plans to buy Erica Jane's $6.9 million mansion. What? Let's read this. And of course, um, we can't always trust what the tabloids say. So take this with a grain of salt. But like, I am hella intrigued right now. We're reading directly from Reality Blurb. Attorney Ronald Richards is submitting an offer to purchase the formal marital home of Erica Jane and Thomas Girardi. So that's where it snows. That's me, not the... um. 
not the reality blurb saying that. As the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star continues to face a slew of lawsuits and her estranged husband remains in the midst of not only a personal bankruptcy, but the bankruptcy of his previous law firm, Girardi Keys. After Ronald, who was previously working alongside one of Thomas's bankruptcy trustees, shared his offer of $6.9 million on his Instagram page, Erica, who he claims has been cyberbullying his wife, likely after drinking, reacted to his post with the comment about the home being turned into a museum of sorts. Since our offer will be positive, we're releasing it now so you are aware. Um, he said his wife's name and I are attempting to purchase Erica Jane's home from the trustee. Because so, he came out and said it himself. Okay, I am reading this directly from the Instagram post now. This was an hour ago, so this is like soups breaking. I might have to do a reel on this. The caption says, since our offer will be part of any motion to approve, we are releasing. Oh, I already read that part. Okay. This is so our followers can see how the victim's money was spent and to get a piece of the decadence. We will also use it for a public forum on First Amendment activities, something Erica and her legal team are strongly against. Maybe that's what they mean by turning it into a museum? I don't know. I don't know. They want secret hearings and trials, not public scrutiny. We will have her deposition there along with other players in the case. Ultimately, the property will be rehabbed and liquidated after the estate proceeds are dispersed. We are hopeful that there are no further delays in selling this deteriorating asset that is having its equity eroded on a monthly basis. Let's finally make a deal. Full purchase agreement in Lincoln bio. How thirsty are you? You are just as bad. Maybe not just as bad, but um, it's pretty up there. Like, I get, like, I get, oh, yeah, let's get the money back for the trustees. Like, cool. Yes. Let's make a deal and post it on Instagram. Asshole. Um, so, yeah, this is where Erica commented. Uh, how, are, uh, how are you going to get this museum past the Homeowners Association? I think they like their privacy. That's what she said. That's my terrible Erica Jane impersonation. Hot damn. It's getting juicy. Um, wow, that was like an unexpected turn. I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything else going on in the law and order front on this very special Shaw and Order episode of Believe in Bravo Besties? Like, I, I just, my mouth is agape right now. My mouth is agape with the Ronald Richards news. Like, yes, the Jen Shaw guilty plea was one thing, but... A grown-ass man attorney trying to buy a house from a housewife. What? I don't know. One more thing on the Jen Shaw front I wanted to get to. Um, so Meredith and Jen have been friendlier this season, which we talked about. And I guess she was trying to defend her friendship with her because we know Meredith has been skeptical of Jen in the past and she's probably getting called out about that. So literally like a day before she shared... Jen, sorry, I was going to say Jen shared she was guilty. Jen pled guilty. Meredith shared this statement on her stories. For those of you who may not know this, I live in the United States of America. In the U.S., one has a right to a trial and is presumed innocent until proven guilty. Whoops. Innocent until proven guilty or until you admit guilt, I guess. That's awkward. I wonder if that's going to play out on TV now. 
did find an article. This is from E! News about how her cast members are reacting to Jen's new play. So fans weren't the only ones taken aback by Jen Shaw's plea reversal. A source exclusively tells E! News that several of Shaw's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City co-stars were in shock and disappointed to learn she pled guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing, telemarketing on July 11th. Quote, the whole time Jen has never wavered. Wow. The whole time Jen has never wavered on maintaining her innocence, the insider shared, adding some of the cast is now feeling duped, misled, and lied to by their friend. Woof. Well, I mean, come on. How, like, how'd you think it was going to go, friends? How did you think it was going to go? I feel like they keep flip-flopping, like, when the whole thing happened in the beauty lab parking lot, they get in the car and they're on their way to, was it Aspen or Vale? Vale. I was like going to say another part of Colorado, Vecna, Colorado. No, that's Stranger Things. Um, vale. They were on their way to Vale. And they were like Googling Jen and, and pretty much like in less than so many words, everyone's like, oh, she's shady. Like remember Whitney was saying – what her business does and how they get their money and they do people. And Lisa Barlow was on the phone with her 963 lawyers. Meredith was in the bathtub when they got there and she's like, you know, that was my Meredith impersonation. I really like Meredith, but like, I don't know her after being so adamantly against Jen. And then all of a sudden I'm being friendly with her. And then like now being radio silent, like, that doesn't say a lot about Meredith's character. Or it says a lot about her character, just not the right things. So I'm I'm iffy. Jerry's out on Marks. Jerry's out on her. Um, no pun intended. But I feel like these ladies keep flip-flopping back and forth. So I'm curious to see how this season is going to play out. I know that's my go-to line for everything. But how could you not be curious when we have such an extreme circumstance going on? Let me tell you, it makes for pretty darn good TV, right? I wonder if... Whenever they, they went back to like season one of the Real Housewives of Orange County behind the gates and they were just looking for some wacky moms to put on reality TV. I wonder if anyone knew that like one day this would literally be its own law and order, like literally its own law and order spinoff. Think about how many wives have had legal issues. So we had Teresa was the OG of it all. Then, you know, we've had Luann get arrested. We had Tinsley before on the show get arrested, but it was a subject of New York when she got on. Then we had Doree and um, her and PK's lawsuits, and then they had the break-in, even though that's not really, like, their fault. Some people want to believe it is. I choose not to. Anywho, we have Erica Jane's problems, and now we have Jen Shaw. Well, it was first Jen, then Erica Jane, but you get it. There are just... So many law, legal issues, legal woes going on. Um, BravoCon is coming up, obviously. And I saw a meme. I don't remember who posted it. I wish I could give you credit, but I wouldn't even know where to find it right now. This is just going off the top of my head. But someone said there should be a BravoCon like panel where we go and um, hear about all their legal issues <laughs> and like visit them in jail or whatever. There was also an ultimate girls trip. This is terrible. Ultimate girls trip Alcatraz. And it's like all the wives who have had legal troubles and putting them in jail together. That's terrible. But it's crazy. A lot of times people wonder, how could you go on reality TV and 
knowing you've done all this wrong stuff, look at how many reality TV stars have found themselves in deep trouble. How could you go on? And when this first happened with Jen Shaw, I remember posing the same question to my mom. And she like so, what's the word I'm looking for? Astutely said, she's like, they think they could get away with it, which is true. Like you wouldn't commit these crimes in the first place if you didn't think you could get away with it. So that's where we're at, my friends, with all of Jen Shaw's problems. We will have to stick around to November to find out what the sentencing is going to be. I think they might throw the book at her in some fashion for her family's sake. I mean, nobody wants to see that happen, even though she is she did a very terrible thing. She does have kids, so that's hard to keep in mind. But, um, you know, I hope the judge is somewhat compassionate. And like these people can get their money back, which she does owe. I think it's 15 million in restitution. So like they're going to get their money and that's all that matters, right? That's all that matters. These poor victims. Um, but yeah, this was a, a fun, another legally themed episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. As per usual, thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast hanging out with you today. Make sure you catch up on old episodes if you're new here. We have so much fun. One of my fave episodes, I had Andrea Denver on, God, in May. We had a blast together. Love him. Still need to get to Italy to find my man with you, Andrea. Um, Check that out. Uh, What are some other great episodes? I had Blake, Adam, and then Thea of Your Moms are watching about the whole Patrick drama with Lisa Rinna. Isn't that amazing how that was like a whole 15 minutes of fame or lack thereof for that Patrick guy and like completely fell by the wayside? Was that worth it, Mr. Patio? Yeah, so catch up if you're new here. Make sure you leave me a nice little review on iTunes. Five stars, please. Type something nice. Subscribe. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.